So I'm going to talk about a topic that's pretty divisive. I recently saw the news of Anthony Bourdain's uh, suicide. And uh, for me, it ties in with the suicides of other pretty well-known figures, you know. Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington are the two I can name off the top of my head, mainly because they're the two who've influenced me music-wise the most. It's interesting, it's, it's also part of a greater trend of, uh, you know, white male suicides or suicides of males in their 40s and 50s. And it's interesting, it's not solely the poor. This is one of those tragedies that cut across our social classes. Sure, Bourdain, Cornell, and Bennington were all well off, but there's been a slew of middle class people men, middle-class men, taking their own life. And I'd argue that's a trend of modernity, you know? There's some people out there that are going to say suicide is, is weak for weak people, things like that. I think it's one of those things where you've fallen so far down your own rabbit hole that you don't see a way out, you know? And many, many people have thought about at least once, would the world be better off without their presence there? 99% of people eventually, you know, say, yes, the world would be better off, you know, with me in the picture. Um, then there's a small percentage that say, you know, the world would be better off without me. I will say the suicide leaves a void. leaves a gaping hole. I'm seeing all these memorial posts for Anthony Bourdain. I saw the memorial posts for... Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, um, it's, it's a vacuum, in its own sense of the word. Not to mention our combat veterans come back, 22 a day kill themselves, you know, or at least that's the statistic that gets repeated often. What I've noticed is, um, I would argue it comes from people who don't have a purpose. You look at the world around you, you look at the world from modernity, and you get depressed easily. And why wouldn't you? There's, uh... Families become a joke. Divorces are at an all-time high. The jobs that you used to be able to rely on generations ago were all outsourced. In the Starting in the 70s, and, you know, who knows if they're coming back. We've transitioned into a service economy where... Not only are you competing with people with bachelor's degrees and MBAs, you're competing with, you know, people who've been working their entire lives. And you're just working two part-time jobs trying to make ends meet. Or you're working one part-time job that doesn't pay you enough, but the only reason you hold on to it is for the benefits. Spin your wheels and you spin your wheels and you wonder, is this all there is to it? Work a crappy job. Mm the family's being made a mockery of in media and society and culture. Um, your wife divorces you, she gets everything. And it's one of those things where you have to develop your own purpose. Part of why I stress the importance of purpose, the importance of being useful, feeling useful, is because Cornell, Beddington, and now Bourdain are, are examples of what happens when you walk without purpose. Again, these were these weren't just these the, the poor you know, these poor people, you know, at least not financially. Uh, they were at the top of their their 
profession, top of top musicians, top uh, chef. Bourdain was even a solid uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, player, if I uh, remember the story correctly. So, I mean, it's these are people at the top of their profession, or at least, you know, with enough financial freedom to, you know, do as they please. And they feel like they had no purpose. Um, it's, it's a complex issue because, you know, some people believe in that old Catholic saying where suicide became a sin. Um, and then there are some who, you know, want to, I guess, coddle would be the right word that I'm thinking of, where they want to just, you know, make everything bubble wrapped and make sure, you know, everybody's feelings aren't heard and everybody's all wrapped up in, you know, cotton blankets. Um, in reality, it's the only one who can pull you out of your hole is yourself. If you're listening to this podcast and... You've had the thoughts flicker through your head of would the world be better off without you. I'm going to be a thousand percent honest with you. The world would be better off without 99% of people on here. But the ones that are going to rise to the top, the ones that are going to survive, the ones that are going to find a way amongst the ruins, it's going to be the people who have purpose, who find purpose. And you can tell the difference between the average person walking around those streets, slumped shoulders, eyes on the ground, and pulling your hair out over whether you'll make rent on your next paycheck. Um, versus someone with purpose, because someone with purpose could be going through all of those things, but he has the purpose and the confidence that he'll find a way through. And that's become my goal, because I've been down in holes before, you know, call it whatever you want. I, uh, have been down, I've seen things that would make most people into a gibbering wreck, experience things that would make people jump at shadows. I'm still here. You know, been homeless twice, walked, cut down to 130 pounds because I wasn't exactly enough food around, but, um, I'm still here, you know, and if I'm still here and I survived and chewed my way out, you can too. I'm not going to say suicide is for the weak, because in reality it takes a lot of guts and courage to be so far down in your hole and to actually take your own life one way or the other. But I will say it's too easy. It's the coward's, it's not the coward's way out, but rather it's just, it's a way to avoid responsibility. It's a way to think solely of yourself and only yourself because all you are preoccupied on 90% of the time for suicides is your own pain you just want the pain to go away and yet you've just passed the pain on to your family to whoever finds you know your corpse um, to society especially if you were an influencer like Cornell and Bennington and now Bourdain a lot of jiu-jitsu guys were fan of Bord- was a fan of Bourdain. Not just because of his cooking shows, but because at 50-something years old, he decided to take up a, a sport of grappling. And he did fairly well at it. Um, Cornell is known as one of the best singers in rock of all time. And that comes from great singers in their own right. Axl Rose being an example I can pull off the top of my head. And Bennington and Shinoda with Linkin Park... 
created a sound for the 2000s, and I, I grew up with those guys, literally. To this day, five of my favorite albums, three of my favorite albums are going to probably be Linkin Park albums. The Buddhists often say that life is suffering. And oftentimes we compound that suffering because of our expectations. We expect things and we don't get them. And we keep expecting things and expecting things, expecting things day in and day out and day in, day out. And we end up collapsing under the weight of our, uh, our unmet expectations, our unmet needs, the things we can't say to ourselves, the things we don't want to admit to ourselves. We don't want to admit to ourselves that we're, you know, we're being childish. We don't want to admit to ourselves that maybe we don't need that specific thing that we're expecting or wanting or craving or hoping. And we think maybe there is a purpose on the other side. Because I know that's what's kept me around. There's always a purpose on the other side. There's always something new to do. That's the beauty of this life, the beauty of the world. Whether you believe in reincarnation or not, karma or not, heaven or not, the gods or not, I believe in all those things, but your life is your life. You're here. Will things suck? Absolutely. Will you fail? Absolutely. I've failed again and again and again and again, and I probably will fail in the future, but I've also succeeded plenty of times, and there were plenty of times I've succeeded that I didn't expect it, you know, or it came in the nick of time, or it came to where something was almost effortless and I was surprised at how effortless that success was. The Stoics in the Roman era, you know, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, Epictetus, they used to always have a recurring theme of control which you can control. You know, reflect on your life, of course, change and do better, of course, but there's only so much you can truly control. And it's usually limited to what's directly around you and what's directly in front of you and what you directly enjoy doing. I think we've lost touch with that ancient wisdom. I think we've lost touch with, you know, what our ancestors knew to be true and right and good. We've had such this fantasy for the new, I call it, that, uh, it's just led to us, you know, making everything disposable. Everything's quick, everything's easy, you know. They don't call it easy Mac for nothing, you know. Everything now is predicted on labor-saving devices. Everything is now easy, you know. You do something, okay, great, what now? That's the question of our generation. What now? What's next? Is there anything next? I'm here to tell you there always is. Because life is hard. I'll be the first to tell you that. Life will kick you when you're down. I'll be the first to tell you that. But I will also tell you there will be nothing more satisfying than pushing through and doing something you thought you couldn't. There's nothing more satisfying than recognizing that, yes, you do have a purpose. You found one purpose now. You'll find another purpose as necessary. There is nothing more satisfying than having some semblance of fate some faith that everything's going to going to go pretty well you know that doesn't mean be happy 100% of the time but that doesn't mean 
when you fall on black days, you know, you stay there. There's always something to be proud of, thankful for. There's always something to reflect on, even if it's the fact that, okay, I woke up today. Okay, I went to the gym today. Okay, I, you know, had a great day at work. Okay, I, you know, smiled at that girl or guy. There's always something to be happy for. Just keep that in mind. I'll be around.